Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parentingpodcast. Raising young kids is delightful, and it's also one of the hardest jobs in the world. Um, From sleep deprivation to cleaning up constant messes and uh, never having a minute to yourself. But it's okay. It's part of the package of being a parent. I'm John Fuller with Danny Huerta. Danny's the Vice President of Parenting and Youth here at Focus on the Family. And today, we'll start with the conversation Jim Daly and I had with Sarah Parshall-Perry, who left the corporate world to become a full-time mom. And she has some really great encouragement for moms with younger kids. Sarah, welcome to Focus. Thank you for having me. Now, you say quitting's not an option, but I think in your book, I'll just start right here. <laughs> there was a day in your mommyhood that you yelled something. And what was that? Uh, it was, I quit. I don't <laughs> want to mother anymore. And unfortunately, because of the circumstances of that day, uh, my husband, who travels frequently for work, was gone. There were three children with the stomach flu, and I had one of them in the bathtub oh, when goodness. the shower curtain collapsed on both of us and he was fine but it was at that point where I hadn't slept or showered in three days that I said I quit I cannot do this anymore (laughs) what did your son say uh too bad you gotta do this (laughs) he's a a taskmaster yes he is you gotta do this mommy and this was followed probably a few weeks later by a question so what do you do mom are you like a maid or a babysitter and after thinking I said well kind of a little bit of both so <laughs> a gentle answer there you go but there now you, go. you know some moms hearing what John just described you're a lawyer you train you I mean you sound like you achieve things corporately and in a career uh, talk about that angst between the two I mean you're in a professional environment driving yeah. toward a goal prepping witnesses or whatever you're doing as an attorney, going after the bad people. And then here you become a mom and you decide, I think, wonderfully, thank you, congratulations, you see the most important job raising your kids. Yes. And how different is it? Oh, my gosh. Well, I tell you what, it was so different that I had to write a book about it. (laughs) I couldn't find any other stories about a mom who had had children later in life. So my first was at 30, and I was done at almost 36. So I had spent so much time in undergrad and in graduate school and then in the workforce that by the time I came around to staying home with kids, my entire world was thrown upside down. You know, you think you're going to be better prepared the older you are, the more books you read. Sounds good. Uh, Right. And yet (laughs) it is the one profession for which you cannot prepare by reading or studying. It must be experienced to become proficient. Mm. I was not used to that. I was very good at reading what I needed to read and preparing everything that I could control. I'm sure it does not surprise you. I'm a bit of a control freak based on what you've just it's read. It's perfect for a mom. It's perfect, right? There's <laughs> absolutely no conflict, right? That works. Right? Yeah. And uh, I realized very quickly it was like jumping out of an airplane without a parachute and trusting God to catch the fall. So that <laughs> oh, was man. That, that sounds was the a change. little desperate. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying. There were some desperate <laughs> moments, but I will tell you, I think I struggled so much with the question of how to value what I did during the course of these repetitive days, that that for me was sort of 
incentive enough to write the book because yeah. I couldn't manage that divide between, okay, I get a paycheck and a pension and a 401k and I get accolades. And then suddenly you have little people and you're not always thanked for the grilled cheese. So that has a tendency to reorient your thinking. Especially when half of it's on you. Right. right. <laughs> hey, I want to go to a, a story that you used. I mean, it's a serious story. The Donner Party. You compare yes. the Donner Party, which story. some people, you know, may not know about. I grew up in California, so the Donner Party so is like, it. you know, third grade history class. You right. get it right out of the chute. But parenting and motherhood like the Donner Party? <laughs> First explain the Donner Party. Then, Well, I will tell you during the California gold rush, there were a series of settlers who were trying to come from the deep west out to California to more temperate climates to make their fortune. And they decided... That still goes on today. It does, it does <laughs> indeed. Um, not always well-founded, but um, they decided they were going to take a shortcut through a pass that no one really had any experience with. And during the course of the shortcut, they were surprised by a blizzard. And the blizzard ended up wiping out almost the entirety of their party. And so they were down to base cannibalism to, to survive. survive. Yeah. Now, the theory here is not that motherhood is like cannibalism, okay? Um, but it is so surprising. It is something for which you wholly cannot prepare for. It is truly one of those trusting, faith-filled experiences where everything you can do beforehand, all of the books you read, all of the personality profiles that you can take, all of the perfect cribs and swings and bedding and all of the wipes, warmers and toys that they tell you about, do not prepare you for what it ultimately is like. And so the nature of surprise was such a huge theme in my life because none of this I saw coming. I thought I did, but ironically, after spending so much time in a different environment, I was as ill-prepared as anyone else. So the blizzard kids. of parenting the blizzard is maybe the analogy. The surprise, absolutely. Yeah. And try not to die doing right, it right. is the backup story there. <laughs> you will, if, you, if you just, if you walk out in faith and right. commit things to the Lord, you will make it to the other side. Well, I can really relate to what Sarah was sharing. Uh, before we had kids, I had so many expectations of how easy it was going to be and what being a dad would be like. And uh, it took me a while to realize I am not so good at this, and it's going to be a, a self-improvement journey of a <laughs> lifetime to be a great dad. Um, Danny, what are your reactions as you were listening to Sarah? After six kids, huh, John? I mean, that that's... I, I, I <laughs> joke that we needed yeah. six because I, I, I just needed extra time to work on being a dad. It took a long time. Yeah, I mean, it is a very uh, hard thing to realize that you are not going to be a perfect dad. And that's not what this is about. It's about relationship and stepping into invitations. Our mindsets make a huge difference in how we uh, tackle what is there in front of us. And uh, there may be a mess, but it's an invitation to serve in your home and respond to a need your child has. Uh, if your child is hungry, it's an invitation to provide something your child truly needs. If we begin to see those moments as invitations, uh, instead of is this fair or not, or is this good or bad, it's an invitation regardless. Uh, if, if you begin to see that, that you can serve your spouse, and that's an invitation to show love to your spouse by doing something that otherwise she or he would have to do, that begins to transform those early moments. You're invited into attachment 
with your infant and with your toddler, that begins to change it mm. because you, you set up a foundation. Also, I would say that there's an opportunity for an invitation for grandparents here. Grandparents can be very encouraging with their words. They can also say, hey, I noticed that uh, here's some gift cards. So you guys can, can uh, have some groceries. You can financially help. You can come and, and help with the kids so that they can get out for a moment. You can also help by not creating drama around holidays and adding to the stress for the couple. Find ways as grandparents to come alongside of those young couples knowing that they're already going to face a lot of challenges in their marriage. And the more you can, you can help them do these years well, the better those years with your grandchildren will be down the road. And this is not about you as grandparents. You get to help and come alongside of this young couple as they're trying to navigate something so new and so challenging for them. Help them see it from a new point of view. Listen a lot. You don't have to answer everything for them. And, and help them focus on the relationship rather than needing to be perfect. And, Danny, I'll just toss this out there and have you react. Uh, I've tried to tell, especially newer parents, uh, if you show up and you try, that means everything. Because uh, you're, you're not going to be perfect. You're going to mess up. There are going to be a lot of redos. And kids are very uh, forgiving and forgetful mm-hmm. about a lot of our mistakes, aren't they? They are. Many times I'll ask parents, what do you mean by mess up? What does that mean even? Because really the first two years are all about relationship. And the only mess up is you're not showing up, right? Like you said. And, yeah. and so you want to be gentle, kind, humble as, as a parent. That begins to set the tone for what your relationship is going to look like with your spouse, but also your children. So you have a lot to offer. And remember that this isn't about performance and you have a score sheet. This is about relationship. Excellent. Well, we heard some great reminders as well from Sarah Partial Perry um, about the honest challenges of motherhood. And I think any mom with young kids is going to be encouraged by Sarah's book, Mommy Needs a Raise. Uh, If that's you, uh, get in touch and get your copy. Or if you know somebody, uh, go ahead and do the same. We'd encourage you to make a donation to support the ministry of Focus on the Family. You know, we help families year-round and around the world, and uh, we need your financial support to keep doing this great work. Support the team today. Uh, make a donation of any amount, a monthly pledge or a one-time gift, and we'll send a copy of Mommy Needs a Raise to you uh, for your own benefit or to pass along. And uh, whether your kids are in the baby stages or journeying through adolescence, you'll find a great deal of practical biblical insight for every age on our website. Uh, Danny's team posts new articles and videos frequently. Be sure to stop by if it's been a while. We'll link to all of this in the episode notes. More from Sarah Partial Perry next time, and uh, she'll have some uh, further encouraging reminders for moms with young kids. For now... I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of Danny and the entire team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Mm -hmm.